Welcome back to Q&A, questions with your favorite athletes for episode 5 with the best pitcher that I know, Lakin Maxwell. Lakin, what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Nothing much. I just wanted to ask you a few quick questions. How's the fall season been so far? As a team, it's been going really great. Mm. For me, I wouldn't say the best because I haven't been able to play much. I pulled my groin. So. <laughs> when did you pull your groin? I first initially did it like last season. And I had to play through it. Mm -hmm. My goal for, like, this year was to fix my mechanics so I didn't have to pitch through the pain all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that didn't go as planned, and it got worse. So (laughs) I had to get a PRP injection, and now I'm out Mm. again. So how long are you out for? So I'm out for four to six weeks. Oh, God. Yeah. But you've already been out for, like, what, two weeks now? It's been a week and a half, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're you're close. Yeah. Hey, and the thing is, like, as long as it's fall season. Yeah, that's the main point, yeah. Yeah, and y'all played people like Clemson, Furman, Gardner-Webb. So you didn't play in the Clemson game. No, I did. You did play in the Clemson game. Yeah. All right, tell me about that. I pitched the first inning. It did not go great. Wait, what, what happened? Um, well, I wow. <laughs> gave up two home runs in that inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were just teeing off of me. And I don't even know if we got a single out before they took me out. Did it just hurt a lot? Like, were Yeah, you it pain? was hurting, but... I don't like to use that as an excuse either. Yeah. So, You're like a fight through the pain type of gal? Yeah. So it was just not good. It was just not good. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. I get you. And, well, as a team overall, you know, how do you think playing these Division One schools you know, can really help y'all? It helps a lot because we don't see anything like this, like, during our season. Yeah. And with us doing, like, so good against these teams so far, like, it, mm-hmm. it helps us know how, where we're going to be at during our season. Mm-hmm. Against Clemson, we only scored one run, but we were hitting the ball very, very well. Yeah. And so, like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's something to really look forward to in our season. I think we're going to hit, like, crazy this year. Like, Like, we're going to be a hitting team this year. Like, crazy wild, as in, like, home runs all the time? Yes, I think so, yeah. I think so, too. I hope so, at least. I want some entertainment while I'm up in the booth. I I need some entertainment. When you came to Anderson, Tommy Hewitt, Abby Child were the first coach, were the coaches while you were mm-hmm. there. Two coaches with experience and expertise more in the hitting sector of things, and you didn't have a pitching coach, yeah. not really. Yeah. So last year they hired Kelly Roberts, who was is now your pitching coach. What kind of impact did that make on you know your game, your sophomore season? Because um, you ended up you know going winning sack pitcher of the year, so that had to have some sort of effect. Yeah, I feel like stats alone can probably speak for that for me and they Harley. Do. For me and Harley, like. Mm-hmm. My freshman year when we didn't have a pitching coach, like, we would just be sent to the bullpen and be like, throw this many pitches and you're good. Mm. And so, like, that way we created so many bad habits and there was nobody there to, like, correct it. Mm-hmm. And so when my freshman year when we would throw, like, we were just throwing. Yeah. And it was like you, you need somebody to constantly, like, work with you on yeah. pitching. It's just something you have to have. So now Kelly Roberts – She's done an amazing job, I'm guessing, obviously. You, like you said, stats yeah. stats don't lie, for sure. I mean, you ended up, you know, you broke the strikeout record by over 64 strikeouts. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, it feels great, obviously. The day that it happened was probably, like, the best feeling, just yeah. because, like, they stopped the game, and then all my teammates came and gave me a hug, mm-hmm. and I got to keep the ball, and that was awesome. That was, like, the best part about breaking the record. I didn't really care so much about the, the record. record itself. Like, yeah. that wasn't my goal. It just so happened to happen. I, I was, was actually like, I was actually up in the booth during there? that. I was yeah. there. 11 to 0 against Catawba. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's wild. And you broke it by 
to that game, I'm pretty sure, it was you ended up with 186 strikeouts. And then just in a month span after that, 248. That's so insane. Now, someone who's been there since your freshman year, Hannah Whitaker. Okay, your bestie, boo. You two are the only two returning from the 22 class Mm -hmm. or 2020 class. Yeah. Tell me about your friendship and your bond with Hannah. She's my best friend, like, no doubt. Mm -hmm. So, funny story. I actually told her I was going to tell you this. Oh, really? Um, The day that we moved in, Mm -hmm. our freshman year, we were like, you know what? We're just going to lay it all out there. We're going to tell each other everything. The Mm -hmm. first day, all of our past drama, everything. Wow. And once we did that, like, we were sitting in a Taco Bell and (laughs) just talking about everything. I think we were there for, like, an hour and a half. And we are like, yeah, we're the exact same person. And so we kind of, like, figured out, yeah, we're going to be best friends, like, for a long time. And we even ordered the exact same thing at Taco Bell. Oh, that just means you're best yeah, friends. Exactly. It's meant to be. Like, it was just, it was awesome. She's, like, a soulmate in friend form. Yeah. So, like, we have the same major. We have every class together. Mm-hmm. We literally spend the entire day together every single day, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Like, I don't get tired of her. No, not and if you don't get tired of someone, why not be around them all the time? Yeah, you know, and I mean, we I see y'all, you know, at the volleyball games and all the other athletic events and things like that. Y'all, y'all are just like a a little pair that just can't be separated, yeah. you know. And that's that's such a good thing to have, you know, someone that shares yeah. your same dynamic and your same beliefs. Even like how we grew up was the exact same. Like we both came from this tiny little town. Mm-hmm. Our mascot was the Red Devils. No way. Both, yeah. No way. Yeah. What kind of coincidence is that? We both had a Nana that we were very, very close to. Mm-hmm. So we bonded over that. Um, just like so many things where I was like, wow. Wow. Great. So you think it was just like. Fate. Fate. For sure. For yeah. sure. Now, you mentioned your major earlier. Who doesn't want to know what you're majoring in? You know, go ahead and tell them. And what's your, what's your you know, what are you trying to do with that? Okay. I'm a kinesiology pre-PT major. Mm-hmm. So I plan to go to physical therapy school mm-hmm. once I graduate. Whether or not I get in right away, yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. So I kind of want to go to North Georgia mm-hmm. for physical therapy school just because it's in-state. Yeah, it costs a lot and, less money. Yeah, a lot less, a lot closer to home, just for a lot of reasons. Anderson, I would love to go to Anderson, too, yeah. but money-wise. it's Anderson's an expensive school. Yeah. Yeah. Anderson's an, Anderson's an expensive school, and... They wouldn't let you play softball as a graduate student? Because yeah. wouldn't you technically be a graduate student? Yeah, I would, but I wouldn't, like, I don't have a COVID year. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, like, say I were to, like, redshirt this year because yeah. I was injured, then, yeah, I could play a fifth year. Is that a possibility? No. No? Absolutely not. Why not? My body cannot handle a fifth year. Really? Like, no. I could GA, but the, like, chances that of that, like, being a grad assistant, like, okay. mm-hmm. yeah, I could do that. But the chances of that happening are very slim because the only thing I could help with is pitching. And yeah. we have a pitching coach. Yeah. So, like, they wouldn't need me. But I could GA at North Georgia. Mm. And their GA is, like, different. Like, you get paid per hour to be there. Ooh. Yeah. Is it nice pay per hour? It's, like, 25 an hour. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> me and Hannah are, like, we plan to go to PT school together. Hopefully. Oh, so she's so she's a kinesiology yeah. major? Yeah. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Go on the same path. Exact same thing. Wow, what yeah. kind of freaking so fate like, is this? Yeah, so the plan is that we get into the same PT school, yeah. live together all through PT school. Who knows if that's going to happen, but that's yeah. the plan. Yeah, so I've talked to her about being like a GA at North Georgia because they have a lot of them. Like they mm-hmm. have like four or five when wow. Anderson has, like they only have the money for one. Mm-hmm. So. 
Side note, North Georgia softball beat Clemson this past weekend. No way. And Clemson's number one. They were number one. They were, yeah. Yeah. After this game, I'm guessing that's not the case? No, probably not. Mm. Suck to suck. Yeah. Ooh, Tigers. <laughs> I'm not a Clemson fan at all. Can't stand them. <laughs> when you came in as a freshman, you were under upperclassman pitcher Harley Duncan. And when you came, who then came back the following season for a fifth year, tell me about y'all's relationship and how did she help grow and mold you and, you know, the pitcher you are today? Because she had to have some sort of effect. Oh, yeah, for sure. First of all, I miss Harley like crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, she was a big sister to me. And she was constantly, like, she was the one that's always positive at practice, always Mm -hmm. cheering everybody up. Like, she was the loud one, which Mm -hmm. we needed. And I would say now we don't have that loud one. But, I mean, everybody's finding their way. So, But I loved Harley. She was amazing. If she wouldn't have came back for her fifth year, we would not have ended where we did last year. Really? She was, she's just awesome. And I miss her so much. Oh, I bet. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Because yeah. she was with you your, her, your entire, you know, career yeah, pretty much. Been here, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's a big effect that she has. So how do y'all think you're going to go on without, you know, that, that leader almost? You know, how are you stepping into that place? Are you going to try and take over that leader position almost? I would love to, but I think being a leader for me is like, different than how she did it like mm-hmm. I'm not the outgoing loud like crazy person like, but let's go type of leader yeah, yeah like I'm the quiet like I'm gonna do what needs to be done mm-hmm. and get on with it yeah. like I would love to be that outgoing person though but that's just not my personality yeah and um, it's, it's not fun to just be someone you're not yeah but I like to think that I can lead by example mm-hmm. in some ways I would say right now like our biggest leader is probably our freshman really Car- Carson yeah wow yeah which is awesome because that's her personality. Like, mm-hmm. she's outgoing. She's positive. Mm-hmm. She's always the first one to say, like, good job to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I love her. Yeah. yeah. So how how is having her and pitchers Trinity Queen, right? Trinity and we have Elaine Edgington. So how is that having, you know, all of them under your leadership in a way? It's a lot of pressure. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's fun that I get to, like, connect with them and mm-hmm. practice with them. But it's a lot of pressure to have someone – look up to you yeah but again like I just want to lead by example mm-hmm. so yeah I mean that's that's really someone write that down that was that was just beautiful <laughs> so you know last year y'all accomplished a lot obviously y'all won the sack regular season y'all hosted the NCAA regionals you know what are what are your goals this year uh to go even farther mm. I think last year we should have made it farther than we did but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna Hinder on it. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, to always – I think the goal is always to go farther. Like, we should definitely make it to Nationals. I think our talent is way better than last year, which really? is hard to say. Like, yeah. we were so good last year, but our individual talent is so good, 1 through 16. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you see yourself win, – win, whoa, voice cracked. Did you hear that? <laughs> wow. All right, so you see yourself winning it all pretty much. I hope so. I hope the so, The team too. to beat is North Georgia. Like mm. I just said, like they beat Clemson. Yeah, we got railed by Clemson. No, y'all, yeah, 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 it was. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Yeah, I remember asking you about that a few days ago, and you're like, "You don't want to know." No. <laughs> I, I can't. Tell I you. gave up seven of those runs by myself in <sighs> one inning. So but yeah, we're, you we're, didn't we're, just, we're just not going to mention that. You know, we're, it's it's okay. It's in the past. In the yeah. past is past. So you lost last year in the NCAA tournament to LMU. How has that fueled you and the team this year? LMU is definitely our biggest rival. Mm-hmm. 
we should not have lost to them last year. Yeah, because y'all lost twice in a row to them. Yeah. Yeah. When we had beat them every single time. We every single during, time. And by a lot, yeah, too. during season. And I think a lot of factors go into that, but. Like what? <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand out with LMU. Yeah, how has that fueled you and the team this year? I think they're the team to beat also, like mm-hmm. North Georgia. They're going to be good this year. They have a lot of fifth years coming back. Mm. Yeah, they're always going to be the team to beat. And I think their fans get us fueled up, like, mm. just as much because they're crazy. Yeah. Did y'all go to LMU for that, for the NCAA, or were they here? They beat us in the tournament there. Mm-hmm. So that was bad because they mm. had all of their fans there. Yeah. And – some other tea. We also filed a, a Title Nine. No way. What happened? Him. All of their Do you want me like to take out this tea. Doesn't matter. Okay, sweet. Um, all of their like baseball players and cross players were in the outfield, just like harassing mm. all of our outfielders, mm. kind of like body shaming and stuff like that. Yeah. So Title Nine, them boys. Yeah. Title so nine that's one big reason we can't say them, other than the fact like they're good, but yeah. like. <laughs> no, I get it. So LMU's the team to beat. How do y'all plan on you know doing that? Yeah, what's I what's going to be the biggest? I factor? mean, last year I feel like we choked a little. Yeah. In post play, so we weren't hitting like we had been all year. Mm-hmm. I think it was just nerves. I don't know, but we choked. Pitching wise, yeah, we also maybe choked. <laughs> 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 but I think our our hitting is going to stay solid this mm-hmm. year, as long as our nerves don't get to us. Yeah, and that, I think it's the biggest thing, you know, that mental battle. Yeah. Yeah, and I think. I think y'all were honestly probably going to be one of the teams to beat this year too. I, I mean, with so. the way I mean, with the way you've been talking about, yeah, we definitely have a target on our back. Yeah, for sure. Like we we won regular season last year. Yeah. apparently, like you know, everybody's going to want to come after us. Yeah, everybody knows about y'all now. You know, y'all weren't really heard of up until you know last yeah. year, and then now y'all are. Y'all That's are awesome, though. I know, right? Like it's the underdog story. Yeah. It's like, wow, I was nothing. Now I'm something. <laughs> you know. Now, last question. Two questions, actually. Okay. Psych. What's your end goal? My end goal? You know, what What do you see for your future? You know, it could involve softball. It could be just Probably in general. like 10 years from now? Or yeah, let's just say where are you at five years from now? Oh, God. Um, hopefully graduating from PT school. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Better be. Yeah. And moving somewhere I want to be forever. Mm-hmm. Don't know where that's at yet. Give me an idea. Like, if you had three states to choose from, three states you could choose, or three three countries, it does not matter <laughs> to me. You just choose three places you could you um, would want to live in. I love Denver, Colorado, so I mm. could go there. I could go there, but that'd be crying. That'd be kind of crazy. With the thin air? Yes. Not the, the thick air. Thin <laughs> the air. thin air, not the thick air. Yeah. I could definitely go there, but that would be a little crazy. My parents wouldn't like that one. Are you, are you, are your, you and your parents, like, really homey type people? Yeah. Like, yeah. my... <laughs> My dad almost, like, melts down every time I have to go oh. back to school. Like, he hates it. And then, like, when he calls me on the phone, like, you can tell he's, like, choking up when he's saying bye oh. every single time. Um, yeah. Yeah, he would lose it if I moved states away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would that's why it would be a crazy idea. I love Anderson. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind staying here for a while. Mm, North Georgia, too. I'd stay, I'd stay there. Mm-hmm. So Georgia, Colorado. South Carolina, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So why do you like Anderson so much? I think it's 
just the bigger feel. Like, I'm so used to small town mm-hmm. where everybody knows everybody, and you can't go anywhere without being spotted. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like to go to the grocery store, like, looking like a mess. Yeah. And I can't do that if I'm going to see everybody. No, that <laughs> no. is so true. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So I can do that in Anderson. Yeah. And not feel judged for it. Exactly. Exactly. It's Which ret- I guess you could do that anywhere, but, like, I like Anderson for some reason. Yeah. No, for me, I mean, I, I just put my hood up and put my <laughs> AirPods in and hope nobody speaks to me, which usually they don't. I've gotten away with because I'm from a pretty small town, too. Yeah. And so you're going to the grocery store. I'd see literally everybody that I knew. Like Ingalls was hopping with people that I did not want to talk to. It's like always the people that you don't want to talk yeah. to, too. See, we have a Piggly Wiggly. No way. Yeah. The Piggly Wiggly? Mm-hmm. Aren't those only in like certain states? I, I guess. I don't know. Is it? It's very like small town grocery store. Though. Yeah. So. So what, what are some things you liked about a small town, you know? I like the community. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody feels like a family. Uh-huh. I mean, almost everybody's related. So, <laughs> um, but like it's generations. Like everybody mm-hmm. knows, you know, okay, I almost went on a tangent there where I was like, one reason I don't like it is Well, you could tell me why you don't like it either. Last names mean a lot in mm-hmm. small towns. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not fair. What do you mean? Like some people get treated like they're superior because of the last name. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it's just fair. Yeah. In a way. You yeah. gotta you gotta earn that kind of stuff to me. No, I agree. Not from your last name. Yeah. Because it, it really in the grand scheme of things it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, like it's just a name. Yeah. And it's just about how who you are as a person and how you are as a person too. You know, that that's 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 crazy. So in small towns especially since they're just so little amount of people, mm-hmm. there are just like a few of those, you know, upper names mm-hmm. that mean something. Gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. So you don't think that Anderson's a small town? No. Not no. to me. Not, not to, to you? Not to me. Okay. I feel like it's pretty big. How many people were in your small in your hometown? 2,000. Oh, wow. That's like the amount of people on Anderson. Like at Anderson. Oh, oh yeah. at the school. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. I was like, no. You're <laughs> no, there are people. There are like, they're like, probably like, they're probably like, like 30. Yeah, 30,000 people. 25. Mm, 27. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, wait. So you don't feel... So at Anderson, like, university-wise, mm-hmm. do you ever feel, you know, claustrophobic in a way? Because it is a small school compared to a lot of the other ones. I don't think so. Because, like, you see the you see the same people every day, but there's also, like, I've never seen that kid before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in some of my classes, I still look around, and I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. I didn't see that person, exactly. like, past three months I've been here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's... That's crazy. So what do you what do you like the most about Anderson then? Just like not we can do Anderson University and Anderson in general. You know, what are the what are the two, two things you like about each of them? Or we'll um, just do we'll just do one about each. Two two yeah, cities. In, yeah. Um <laughs> university-wise, like I feel like it's a community. Mm-hmm. Like everybody sticks together and you feel like comfortable talking to everybody. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there's like clicks like you're not allowed to talk to this person that mm. person like everybody gets along well yeah i like that um and anderson like as a city mm-hmm. oh, it's a tough one there's a it's pretty sketchy sometimes <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really it sketchy. scary in some places all right so top three countries if you could go anywhere for two weeks and stay where would you go or no Countries? scratch the three scrap the three countries just three Three places, places you would go. Yes, three places you would go. Greece, number one. Obviously. Australia, number number two. Number six. <laughs> yeah, number six. Um, 
I want to go to Paris too. So oh, three. what would you do in Paris? See the Eiffel Tower, of mm-hmm. course. I have to go on that little bridge that has all the locks on it. Yes. I don't know what it's called, but the bridge with locks on it. Is that what it's <laughs> no, it's not what it's. Called. Okay. <laughs> what if it was though? I think we should rename it. We're gonna put in a patent for it. Just I be like. I need to know what it's called. No, I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. Do 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 do. Paris this podcast bridge. is kind of going on a tangent. No, this is literally exactly what it should be. This okay, is exactly great. how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Paris Bridge with Locks on. <coughs> We're just getting to know you. Oh, it's called the Love Lock Bridge. That makes sense. Yeah, because you bring, you know, because you bring the person you love out there and you you both like put your names on the lock and then lock it. And that means you're together for, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, so you'd want to Imagine do- going back to that bridge though and trying to find it, like if y'all broke up. God, and try and take, like clip the lock forever. off. No, for real. At that point, I'd just be like, oh, well. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to find it. Oh, well. <laughs> so, so you'd go to the Eiffel Tower, obviously. Mm-hmm. What would be your go-to, your go-to snack? In Paris, because the food there is so good. You know? Mm-hmm. You've been there? Mm-hmm. What the? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like Italian food, but I don't like, like... You were in the wrong place then if you're in Paris. I know. I don't, like, I don't like real Italian food. Yeah. Okay. It depends. So you like the Americanized yeah. Italian food. Yeah. I agree. So I'm a picky eater, though, so I don't know what I would eat. Really? Gelato. I could eat that. Just straight gelato. Every day. Every day. That's yeah. it. Yeah. What about, you wouldn't eat a croissant? I'm not a big croissant girl. What? I think okay. I, I'd have to try it. It tastes a lot different in Paris than it does hmm. here in America because it's all processed. There it's not processed. But everybody smokes. Everybody smokes there too. Like weed? No, like cigarettes. Oh. Yeah. Which, I mean, technically, what's, which is worse? You know, both of them smell bad. Yeah. And both of them are bad for you. But, I mean, they all do it. Like, it's anywhere you sit. It's outside every cafe. It's inside every restaurant. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? And they drink a lot of wine in Paris, too. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. Apparently, it's good for your body, too. Like, a a glass every night is, is, yeah, yeah, a glass a day keeps the dot early. I've learned learned about that in my nutrition class. In your nutrition class. Oh, yeah. And you're of legal age, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was my number three. What about your number one? Greece, yeah. Yeah, I tell me about go that. There because everything's so white and mm-hmm. pretty. That's the only reason. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Every every like picture I've seen, it's the white and the blue, and that mm-hmm. just that those mix together yeah. so well. It looks like all the houses are like stacked, stacked. on top of each other. Yeah. yeah, but they, you know, majority of the time, whenever you see that in cities, it's really sketchy and ghetto. But there, but like there, it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's. I want to know how you get up to those houses. Like, I think they have staircases like on the side of the houses. Wow. But I feel like it'd be annoying if you're trying to sleep and you just hear someone plop, 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 yeah. plop, plop right up, you know, up top. You know, I I don't know how I'd enjoy that. Number two, you said Australia. Yes. What would you do in Australia? Would you? I know you're afraid of spiders. Yeah, and they have big. Old they have spiders. big old like bigger than big my like bigger than my hand. Yeah. So like. My senior year of high school, I had to Mm -hmm. do a project like on a country, like a different country. This was for my Spanish class. And I chose Australia. And so I got to like research all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of my friend's sister lives in Australia. Oh, sick. Yeah, she's been there. Like she moved over there for missionary stuff. Mm -hmm. And then she decided to live there. And now she's about to have a baby. An Um, Australian baby. Yeah, yeah. So she was a pitcher too. She played at Georgia oh, State. Oh, did you? Did she ever give you any tips or anything? She was my first pitching coach. Wow. Yeah, when I was like eleven. Wow. Did she really start you off on the pitching path? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. She was still pretty young, though. So she was in high school when she was giving me lessons. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't take lessons with her forever because she went to college. Yeah. To Georgia then, Tech, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Super now smart. her little sister, the one that I'm friends with, goes mm. there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. Super smart family. But, yeah, I had her as my first pitching coach, and then I had, like, two more. And the second one I ended up sticking with for years. Like, mm. she's still my go-to, like, right now. And really? She's, yes. I love her. Her name's Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Under the sea. So she was my travel ball coach and pitching coach mm-hmm. for like since I was 13. Wow. Yeah. And you still go to her for advice. Yeah. Wow. Even yeah. after eight years yeah. of knowing her. Wow. Yeah. She will come to some of our games. Um, she's also like someone I could tell anything to. Like, mm-hmm. I just love her. That's amazing. Now, who's the person that inspired you the most throughout your life? Like in anything? Just in, in anything. You know, who inspired you to be the person that you were? My grandmother. Be? All right. My nana. Tell me more. So she was just like the perfect person in my mind. Like she was that high class, like I'm going to do everything a certain way and it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that was her. And that's how I wanted to be. And yeah, so she passed away when I was 12. Mm. Um, but like that's still my goal is to be like her. Mm-hmm. She's my role model. So, like, when she passed away, I think I was in sixth grade. I think for, like, that entire next year, like, every writing assignment I had somehow related to her. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the only thing I cared about for a long time. And all she cared about was working in her garden and stuff. And so when she passed away, I wrote this letter um, promising to, like, work in her garden for her every year. And have you done that? I did for the first two years, mm-hmm. and now, like, being here, obviously, I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, her husband, like, my grandfather, he still works in it a lot. Okay, good. Yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, she's awesome. She's definitely who I want to be one day. She was, like, when, when she passed away, she was, like, 62. Mm-hmm. Before she got sick, she was, like, still playing basketball with us in the yard. Wow. Like, she was fit. Now, last question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you prepped? Mm-hmm. If you were a pitcher for the other team... Would you intentionally walk Casey Boatner? No. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. You know, she was the national player of the yeah. year, by the way. I say no only because I've pitched her a million times uh-huh. in practice, and I know what she can't hit. Mm. Every every hitter has a weakness. So she she will swing at a rise ball mm-hmm. over her head, um, first pitch, mm-hmm. and then she will chase out on a curve on a bad day. On a good day, when she's being disciplined, I have to be, like... On your game. Yeah. But still rise curve change, which my change is terrible. Is it really? It's terrible. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows when they play against us and I'm pitching, don't expect to change up. Don't? Don't, because I'm not throwing it. So if I say say a change up in the broadcast and I'm wrong, I'm 100% wrong. You're going to know a change up. Okay, because it'll be slow. Okay, like how slow? Are we talking like 30s or like 40s? I'm going to say 40. Okay. That's still respectable to to a sense. It's bad, though. Like you're going to, you're going to, well, yeah, you're going to know when I throw a changeup. Well, but it's not it. often. Well, I just see it in your eyes. Just. Well, if it works, you're going to see me bust out laughing. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Then I'm going to start laughing because yeah. I'm thinking about this. Yeah. It's only works like a few times, but. You see that it works because I laugh so hard. Mm. And everybody else is like, woohoo. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. So proud of yeah. you. Kaysen Boatner has hit one home run off of me my freshman year, and it was on the changeup. Wow. And that's the only one she's hit? The only hit. one, yeah. Wow. 
so is there like a rivalry in that? You know, whenever she walks up the plate? No, no, not really. Just fun games? Yeah. There are some with like other players, but not her. Yeah. Ooh, like who? Jessica Neto. Oh, why is that? Because she gets so angry when we, like our pitchers, strike her out. So mm-hmm. like, it's just funny. Because, like, <laughs> like, she should be used to it by this point. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, last year, her and Harley would go at it every single time. Like, she could really? not hit off of Harley to save her life, and she would get so mad. Wow. So, like, if she did get a hit, it was a big deal. Everybody was like, yes, yeah. go, go, go. That's wild. Yeah. That's It's crazy, you know, the mental game that goes through people's heads yeah. in in something. People think softball and baseball are so simple. You know, like, no. It's not. No. It's, it's not. It's a game of failure. Yes. Truly. And you have to fail to be the best. And you are labeled to many as the best. How's it feel? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it feels great, but it's still a lot of pressure. Yeah. So you feel like, you know, a lot of the pressure is coming in this year after coming off such a big year last year. Yeah, I feel like people are always going to expect me to do more and be better than last year. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to be hard to do. <laughs> it's it's definitely going to be difficult, but as long as you. You know, you're doing what you know is best, and yeah. you're doing your thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, you just did your thing last year. You know, you didn't feel the pressure last year. Yeah, because I didn't have any big expectations. Exactly. Now I do. Now you do. So it's good. It's, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see we'll how see. it goes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been episode five of Q&A, questions with your favorite athletes. Lakin, anything else? Nope. <laughs> Sweet. Peace. <laughs>